Hello guys and welcome to this week's episode of Transparency. I am your host Megan May and while I'm talking with you today, I want you to just really, really sit and think, who is it that you're attached to? Who is it that you can't go a day without talking to? You can't go a day without seeing, you know, whatever they do, it has some type of effect on you and not because it directly impacted you or had to do with you, but because you're so deeply connected with this person that everything and anything that's pertaining to them has some type of effect on you. Who is that person? Who are, who are those people for you? Think about that as we're talking about attachment today. And I'm going to say this too. This episode may be a bit shorter than the others, but it's because it's really tying in the two type of relationships we've already talked about. We talked about friendships and we talked about romantic relationships. And so those automatically, those friends and those people that you consider your partner, your spouse, whoever, are already attached to you in a way. And so what I'm saying today will be pertaining to them. But there's other people that come into our lives who don't have that great of a role. Like they came for a season and they probably didn't even make it to being a friend. They probably was just somebody that you was really, really cool with and, you know, really, really comfortable with because y'all had some form of connection, but the attachment wasn't a beneficial attachment on either end or maybe just on your end. So think about who is it that you're attached to? Um, So I went to say that signs of being attached to someone is someone who mood, you know, affects yours, whatever they do affects yours. And when I, when I think of this, for me, I think of a time where I was so used to talking to this guy every day. Like we all have been here, used to talking to somebody every day. And for me, the only person I talk to on a daily basis is my mama. So nobody else really has that connection with me. I mean, I go through seasons where I may talk to a specific friend or certain friends on the daily and then it'll like fall off. Not because anything happened, but like our schedules might, you know, become busy or something. And so that happens and that's not necessarily bad. But when we're dealing with somebody that we have an attachment to and if they're not the best person for us to have any type of relation with any type of friendship with, then that attachment can actually be unhealthy. And so that's more of what I'm leaning on. So I was talking to this guy and we talking like every day, Uh, not necessarily like deep conversation, but I know what's up. Like he know what I'm doing. I know what he doing. And so it was just like a habit to talk to him every day. It was routine. And so over time, it became more of like a talking throughout the day thing. And this for me was like a distraction. And so I didn't tell y'all this last week when I was talking about relationships because I don't want to get too deep into it. But I don't, no type of relationship is in my best interest right now. So, you know, but we was talking on a deeper, a deeper sense to where it was like almost like we was, you know, building some form of relationship that could lead to a romantic relationship. And so I really just kind of got distracted and I was, you know, putting more of like his feelings first, you know, dedicating more time than I needed to dedicate to him. And I mean, since I was doing that, it was happening on both ends, but 
it was developing an attachment that not necessarily was unhealthy in the substance that it bring, but unhealthy in how much time I was dedicating to talking to this guy. How much, you know, things was I missing out on, not doing, you know, things like that. And so that's the type of attachment that I'm probably going to highlight the most on today because I feel like that one's very relatable because whether it had been like your best friend, your cousin that you be with that stay down the street, you know, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, or somebody that you was just talking to, I want you to just like think of whatever relationship or whatever attachment you've had, but think of it in the sense of how I'm referring to my story. So I want to go into uh, attachment versus obsession because I feel like it's a fine line between the two. And what I just described to you, I would say is more of like an attachment. And I say attachment because I was, I was following that routine. Like I said, it's a routine that I built with this man to talk to him on a daily. And then once we was talking for a while, talking more frequently on a daily. And it was attachment because I felt like it was necessary. So, you know, when you're, when you're tied to something, you do something on a frequent basis, you may not, you may not notice that you're doing it as frequently as you are, but I feel like in our minds, it's almost like it's necessary because why, why else would we be doing it? Like if we didn't think it was necessary to be doing it on a, a frequent, sorry, frequent basis, then why else would we be doing it? So it's an attachment because I'm doing it uh, subconsciously, unknowingly. Like I'm doing it, I'm dedicating time to this, um, you know, providing whatever to this unknowingly because that's just, that's just what I know to do. But obsession is when you have to, like, everything is wrong. You have to know. You have to know what's going on. Like, and for some people, that might be described as crazy. So let me say, in a crazy sense, you have to know what's going on. So if somebody not texting you back, you pulling up like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What are they doing? Or you hitting up their friends like, oh, when the last time you talked to such and such? And, you know, if it's something like they told you they was going to go somewhere and, you know, whoever they was going to be around, you know, not the best person for them to be around. So you're just checking in on them and you worried then that's different. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about you got to know what they doing. <laughs> you got to know what they doing, who they with, where they at, all that. And if it's if you don't, it's a problem. That's an obsession. And that's a healthy, unhealthy obsession. So like I said, fine line between attachment and obsession. So go ahead and reflect about that too. Like, was you attached to this person or were you obsessed to this with this person? Um... But yes, think about think about the people that you thought about in the beginning of the podcast and make that make that distinction for yourself. But when it comes to being attached, I want to talk about uh, how can we make an uh, unhealthy attachment healthy so that it won't be any type of detrimental to us. Um, when you're talking about an attachment to make it healthy. If you notice that you guys are falling into like some type of path that's taking away your time and dedication that's that's for something that you know you really really want out there or 
if it's taking your time and dedication away from spending time with your loved ones, because like I said, I'm referring to when I was talking to this guy, he don't mean nothing to me. Like if he, if something was to happen to him, yes, I would be sad, but it's not like, oh my gosh, like, well, what am I going to do? It wasn't that deep of an attachment, but I know it can be instances where it is. It is like that. And so if that's you, if for me it was the stuttering it was the stuttering for me i had to take me a moment but i'm back if it's instances like that for you where you're putting loved ones on hold for you know somebody that you're trying to get to know and it's just taking a lot out of you like attention from your schoolwork, attention from doing whatever it is that you love like you're putting things in people that mean something on hold then this is an attachment that's unhealthy. And this is what I'm trying to help you, you know, twist around to some form of healthy relationship if you proceed down this route with someone else in the future. Because I'm hoping that if you did have a relationship like this, well, I'm not even going to say that. I was going to say I'm hoping that you've already cut that loose. Not relationship, y'all, attachment. But, I mean, same difference, really. Um, If you did, if you did have this attachment with somebody then I would hope that you cut it loose. But at the same time, mm, you probably didn't even notice you had that attachment. Or maybe you love the attachment to the person, but you just wish it was healthier. Like, because you love that person, but the attachment you have to this person is a bit unhealthy. Um, then this is for you. So when you realize that your time away from your loved ones is greater than your time away from this person. If you notice that you're not doing the best in school or you, you know, got your own thing going on, but you ain't worked on something for your business, your talent, whatever avenue you own, you ain't worked on nothing in weeks, months, like, or just not as frequently on a daily as you normally would or should be doing then you need to communicate that openly express that you notice that you know it's too much it's too much because sometimes it's not even necessary to talk to somebody all all day every day like morning and night check-ins are cool like i'm just checking on you making sure you you up you know doing whatever you need to do and i'm gonna go lay down you know good night i love you i hope you had a good day or you know how was your day but all the in the middle, it's not always necessary. And so you could say that. You could be like, um, you know, I appreciate, you know, the communication that we have. <laughs> I'm trying to see how it's a nice way to, to relate this to somebody. Because for me, I said it and it was perceived as like I was I was doing too much, basically. Like, oh, you're not really doing that much to where we can't talk or Nah, you got to You must be trying to talk to somebody else, or you you dealing with somebody else. Like it was like that for me, um, and I didn't know if it was my delivery or what. So now that I'm telling y'all, I'm trying to make it sound like good. Just in case you need to use a little script or something, I got you. Okay, let's think. So <laughs> you could just be like, um, I appreciate the communication we've had thus far, and I really like you. I really you know mess with you, but. I've noticed that whatever whatever it is, you can fill in the blank right here. I've noticed that this project that I've been working on to, you know, build my brand or come out with this line or, you know, start start this new business, whatever it is, has been put on hold 
because of how much I've been talking to you or seeing you or, you know, how much I've been catering to you. Say that and just be like, so I'm just saying that I'm going to fall back a little bit and fall back when I say that can mean whatever. But because, I mean, that's to each his own. Like, it would apply differently to everyone. But fall back doesn't necessarily have to mean like you're not talking to them anymore because if you're attached to somebody you can't just go from being attached to not attached you know unless they do something grimy that's just like you know you don't want no dealings with them but if in a in a regular sense you can't go attached to just being disattached so i hope that's a word disattached um so you know you could just be like falling back in the sense of i'm gonna talk to you within this time frame throughout the day because I know for me like I need better time management and when you start dealing with somebody that's consuming so much of your time even after you stop dealing with them it might not be that easy to bounce back into good time management and that's me so you know fall back may mean just giving them a dedicated amount of time a day whether it be in the morning midday late night whatever Y'all come up with some type of thing. And let me tell you, this person's attachment is only healthy to you or was being healthy to you before you communicated this if they don't trip on it. Because why? If you're telling somebody you need to refocus, rededicate time, you know, just, you know, get yourself together and they've basically been a distraction for you, they're not going to be like, no, I'm not a distraction you know, and somebody somebody that you have such an attachment with needs to be motivating you. So it's no arguing that. If you say I can't talk to you as much because I need to handle my business, you know, I've been giving you too much of my time and it's just not right for me. As much time as much as it may feel good and I may enjoy it, it's just not right for me at this moment. And I just need to fall back a little bit or not. Maybe I should not say fall back because y'all might tell somebody y'all want to fall back from them and they're going to be, you know, at your neck. But, you know, I just need to take some time away from you. <laughs> I don't know if that sounds any better. But take some time away from you to get myself together. I've been with you quite often and I just need I just need time to get myself together. So I'll be able to talk to you in the mornings. But, like, midday, I probably won't be able to talk to you. And before we go to bed, we can, like, FaceTime or we can, you know, check in, whatever that may be. But if they, like, oh, nah, you must be dealing with somebody. And y'all, I know so many people can relate to what I'm saying right now because folks really be feeling obligated to your time, honey. And so that attachment is not healthy because when people start feeling obligated for your time, you may not even realize it, but you're doing a lot of things for them. Because it's going to make them happy, they're going to feel good, or maybe not even none of that, but you just don't want to hear their mouth. And now, like, it took me some time, but now I'm not hearing no mouth. If I say something like that and you got something to say about it, then you're just not hearing from me no more. Love you from a distance like you from a distance, but you're just not hearing from me no more because how you going to tell me that? We not we not talking too much. Like if I say I feel like we talking too much, we talking too much. I'm giving you the reason. I'm not just saying it. I could have said, oh, I feel like I want to talk to somebody else. If I felt like it was somebody else and I was too attached to you, I could have said that. But if I say, um, I feel like you know, I'm dedicated too much time to you and it's not it's not 
beneficial to me. So I'm going to, you know, still communicate with you, still try to build whatever it is or continue whatever we got going. But I'm just going to be giving less less of my time to you. And if they're not understanding of that, <laughs> then they got to go. <laughs> they out of here. They got to go, guys. But somebody that's a healthy attachment or somebody who may have noticed the same thing or, you know, just values you and wants the best for you. They're going to appreciate that you communicated it with them and that it's going to register well with them. They're going to be like, you know what? I can see where you're coming from. I salute. Do your thing. Like, they're not going to feel no type of way. And I was referring, like I said, to a past past situation that I had. But this could be friends, too, because sometimes your friend realized that you're not you're not. In the group chat as much. Well, I don't know about group chats because I can't personally relate, so let's switch. They notice that you're just not talking to them, them, that one person, as much. Um, and so they feel like, you know, maybe they did something. But instead of asking you, they just feel like, you know, you acting funny. And so they they probably shade you. Like, I always got something to say, um, like, slick to say about it. Or, you know, they go to somebody else and be like, oh, is she acting funny with you? Like, they don't come to you and be like... You know, did I do something for you to just be like, no, I just want to I just want to see, you know, focus on myself some more or I'm just getting my stuff together. But I still love you. Like because sometimes we don't communicate that outrightly. And so. Falling back, falling back from a friend can seem like it's some type of pressure, but it's not. Um, so, yeah, the same the same thing that I just said. Sorry, I felt like I went on a tangent, but the same thing I just said. Uh, applies to applies to the the situation with the guy where I was distracted basically by him, and it was because I I seen it seemed necessary to talk to this person because I was doing it for such a long time. Um, but it can apply to friends, and so same rules apply. If your friend not being understanding, they feel like nah, you BSing them, then you gotta cut them loose. Cause people that want the best for you are the people that you should have some type of attachment to. Cause th- those are the people that you know riding for you, supporting you, just being there for you. And so if they not if they not showing you no type of support from you know you falling back simply to get yourself right, they not. For one, they don't respect your boundaries, which we talked about boundaries last week. It was regarding rom- romantic relationships, but. Am I really that country? <laughs> romantic relationships. It was regarding romantic relationships, but it was the same thing. Boundaries for friends apply for boundaries for, for boyfriends, girlfriends, boundaries for whoever. Because it's just some things that people should be okay with because they respect you and they just wish the best for you. You shouldn't have to explain yourself for everything. If you say, I'm dedicating too much time to you, I need to refocus, or I'm hanging out with you too much, I need to, you know get back on the inside and grind a little, then they're not being understanding, then they're just not the best for you. And so I just, I feel like I just presented the problem, presented the solution, open communication. Problem was attachments. Hopefully it wasn't obsessions when you did yourself reflecting in the middle of the episode, but the problem was attachments. The solution is have that communication with them that you feel this certain type of way and that should make it healthy. It might not happen instantly. You guys might still take a little longer to get to the point where, you know, y'all are consistently communicating at a healthy state of whatever amount of time y'all dedicate to each other. 
a day. Like, and that's not always going to be a verbal agreement, but like, y'all just had that understanding. Uh, I lost my train of thought again. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Sorry, guys. Weary brain. I had work this morning. And I haven't really gotten any sleep over the weekend, but I hope that you guys got what I was saying. And I hope that you guys definitely reflected on that person or people who you have an unhealthy attachment to and either choose to make it healthy through open communication about it. And, you know, guys, um, finding some type of common ground to move forward or just cut them loose if they're not being understanding. Because at the end of the day, and I feel like I might say this almost every episode because this is what I live by and stand on now. You matter more than anybody. And if people are not rooting for you, supporting you, understanding of you and showing genuine love on a consistent basis, they're not for you. And so the answer is always cut down, period. Okay, guys, I'll talk to you guys next Monday, but thank you for tuning in.